Okay, so, um, so yesterday we were talking about the Indian of, um, of Negelvasar. So basically the way we were talking about yesterday, just to, to review for Mamash a minute, then today we'll give a little bit of a different uh, angle to it. So again, just to review, what we were talking about is, is that, again, when you wake up in the morning, your hands are dirty, so they need to be cleaned. And there's two ways to clean it. Either you could clean it with like a tissue or rubbing it on something, getting rid of uh, whatever schmutz is on it. That's not what we do, preferably. We wash it with water. And so we were talking about how, how dirty hands means not having any amuna, not having any faith at all. Uh, it means making the mistake of of believing in just purely nature and coincidence and all that. Um, whereas having clean hands means amuna, means having amuna in the Rabbanu Shalayla Mashgacha Pratis, which is why, let's say, for example, Amalek is the classic, you know, the proto, the, 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 the uh, archetype of, of, of apikarsis, of kfira, of heresy, of no amuna. So Moshe Rabbeinu fights them, vihi yadav amuna, that his hands are raised up, which is what, what you do after Negelvas, or by Nathil Sadaim, the minute by the Mukabalim, is sui dechon kaidish, to raise your hands up to your head, to the, you know, so the Mamashak Moshe Rabbeinu, to raise your hands up, vihi yadav amuna, his hands were faithful, his hands were amuna. So clean hands, hands that are raised up to the Rabbanu Shlaila means having amuna. And we explained that there's two levels to amuna. There's one level of amuna, which means that your hands are clean, that there's no schmutz on it, which means that you believe the Rabbanu Shalom is the creator, he created you, and because of that you have responsibilities to him, and you take your life seriously, v'chulu v'chulu, it's great. But if all a person sees, and, and again, that's, that's, that corresponds to clean hands, as we mentioned also that each hand is 14 bones, which, which together is 28, the two hands, which also are the same exact number of letters in the first Pasuk of Rashis, which means that, again, so clean hands, pure hands, means that the Rabbanu Shalom is the creator, and I have faith in him, I believe in him, and because of that I serve him, and so on. But the problem is that that's very limited. If all person believes in the Rabbanu Shalom as the creator, and nothing deeper than that, nothing, and there's nothing more in life, there's nothing, there's nothing deeper in life than other than, than just being created, and that's the extent of my relationship with him. That doesn't necessarily fuel a fiery Yiddishkeit. It doesn't necessarily fuel a, a Yiddishkeit of Mesir's Nefesh. What then, ha- what a person, what a Yid is able to do is to go beyond that, not just to see the Rabbanu Shalom as, you know, basically this is my world and the Rabbanu Shalom is just like this old man on a cloud watching us, you know what I mean, and like taking an account of everything. Uh, what a per- by Yiddishkeit, the person has to be able to understand that that there's a part of us that's connected to what was before the world. And, and that's, that's mysterious, and that's mystical, and that's beyond. Everything you do down here is not just down here. Everything you do down here is connecting yourself to, to things that are, way, way, that are way, way deeper than anything we could possibly imagine in the created world. And that corresponds to the water that you wash your hands with, the water which represents what was before creation. As the Gemara says, that before creation, the world was water within water. That w- w- washing your hands with water means that although I see the world as created and I'm here, but my Yiddishkeit is deeper than that. My Yiddishkeit is not just like, okay, I'm going through my life nine to five, and I just have responsibilities to the person that put me here. It's deeper than that. There's something more mystical in life. There's, uh, th- that, there's, a, there's a part of my neshama that's connected to what was before. And what was before was was godliness, was just pure godliness, was transcendent, infinite light. And I don't know what that means, but what it does, but it has an effect on my Yiddishkeit in the fact that 
when I'm serving this God that I don't really understand, it, it's with a fire, it's with a passion, it's with a sense of like mystery, it's with a sense of trying to connect to something that's bigger than me. That's the, that's the idea of having clean hands, but just, not just having clean hands, but washing it with water. Of where a person's immune is not just uh, based on Hashgacha uh, Prata stories, you understand? It's based on a much deeper place that the Neshama is, it, it remembers what was before creation. And a Yiddishkeit that has that memory to it is a much deeper Yiddishkeit. It's a much more powerful Yiddishkeit, even if the person himself can't explain it. But it's just, there's something in the back of the person's mind that just is, it's like the person's just looking for something. They don't even know what they're looking for, but they're looking for something. As opposed to the first part of the version of Yiddishkeit, the person's not looking for anything. They're just trying to go about their day, avoiding Gehenna, that's all. And I have a sense of responsibility to this, to this being. It's not like I'm looking for something. Put, washing your hands with water means that my Yiddishkeit is, I'm looking for something, and that's driving me, it's fueling me. It's not just, I'm not just trying to be Yaitse. It's more than that, it's more than that. Now another, that's, that's one, so in other words, based on what we said yesterday, is that when you wash your hands, you're being mechazig yourself, and, and uh, again, just like we said with Maidani, every single part of the day, it's, it's the whole day, so all, it, it, it's, it's summing up all of Yiddishkeit, that Yiddishkeit is not just trying to be Yitzay, Yiddishkeit, you're looking for something, you don't even know what you're looking for, but you're looking for something, and that has to fuel you, it has to fuel that passion, there's a part of you that remembers what was before creation, and that's what you're looking for. Fine. Another angle with, um, another lesson, I guess you can say, in Avedis Hashem that you learn from Negelvasar is the following. The Pasuk says, and the, the usual approach to life is based on this Pasuk, which is, stay away from evil and do good. In other words, this time of year we all want to improve, we want to become better Jews. So what should we focus on? Should we focus on not doing bad things, the mistakes that we make, or should we focus on increasing the good? Well, the Pasuk says, Surmira. I say, stay away from evil and then do good. That seems to be the approach. But in, in Chassidus, the Baal Shantav introduced uh, a new idea. He said that nowadays that's not the approach. The approach has to be to get rid of evil by increasing good. In other words, you know, the, the, uh, one, of the, one of the arguments that are made, that's made for the old approach of staying away from evil and doing good. In other words, focusing on first getting rid of the negative in your life before you start increasing positive is, as the Gemara says, the classic example of Taivel, the Sheretz Bia, the guy's going to the mix, but he's holding on to a Sheretz. So the guy's increasing good, but he's holding on to all the Tumas, so it's not, it's, not it's not accomplishing anything. The Baal Shantav explained that if the person's interest, if the person is, is doing good without any plan of getting rid of the evil in his life, then of course that's true. Then you're going to the mikvah but holding on to, uh, to a sheretz that doesn't work. But the Valshanda said, but, if, but if, there is a way of what? Of increasing good with the intention of the good washing away the evil. Then that's the approach. He said, for example, you know, when Hashem gave us a Torah, so from Hashem's, uh, you, you see from there, his malach, it says, what, what's the first mitzvah Hashem gave us? It's a positive mitzvah. I am Hashem, your God. And then afterwards, he said a negative, not to have any other gods. So you see from there, or, or for the Avis, who was the first Avis? Is Avram Avinu, is Chesed, is doing good. Then, then it's Yitzchak, which is Gevura, holding back from evil. So you see that although there is, there, the old school was Surma Vasetai, but nowadays it's no, 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 you wash away evil with good. You increase good, and by doing so, that light, that goodness, will wash away the evil. And that's also a lesson with Negelvasar. Again, your hands are dirty, so what do you do? So there's two options. Either you know, get a cloth or something and, and, and specifically get away the schmutz. But that's not what we do. What we do is we wash it with water. 
and we put water on our hands, and the water automatically gets rid of the shmaz. That's the bechina of asetayv, of doing good, and then the mela through the through the increased good, through the increased light in a person's life. It's surmeira. Now it's a it's a it's a it's it's a long it's a um, it's as Balatan used to call it. It's a derech harucha shikitzara. It's a long short way. In other words. Uh, if a person's like, you know, having a Yetzirah with Lashon Hara again, whatever the example might be, you fill in the blanks yourself. The short-term, uh, quick approach is just to shut your mouth. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the, and to work on that. But the problem is, long-term, it doesn't usually work so much. But if a person goes with this other approach of washing your hands with water, not trying to get rid of the, you know, seek and destroy every little piece of schmutz, just throw water on your hands, right? Increase your learning, increase your davening, increase your commitment, you know, the, the quantity and the quality of your Avedis Hashem, then even though immediately you're not necessarily going to see any results of that in terms of, uh, of staying away from evil, but long term, long term the Shemutz will just be washed away with the good. And that's the approach that the Baal used to say. He said that he, you know, he compared it to a person's fighting, a, fighting an army, being attacked by an army, whatever the case may be, and this army is maybe stronger than you, but if you have strategic positioning, that's, that's you know, a, a good strategic, but if you're in higher ground, then even if you have lesser numbers, you could, you, could, uh, you, know, you could conquer the enemy much more easily than just head on. So he said, retreat to higher ground. That was his avayda. Asay taiv, do good, wash your hands with water. And then melo, all the water in the world, all the taiv, all the taira and avayda and so on, it'll wash away the evil and you'll find yourself long term being in a, in a healthier place. Okay, so those are the, a couple lessons that a person learns from Negelvasser. Again, that Yiddishkeit should be something more than just being Yitzhi. It should be something that you should be, there's a part of the Neshama that should be driving Yiddishkeit to look for something that's bigger than this place, that's, that's deeper than this place. And number two, say Toiv, do good, and automatically, by, if, you, if, if you're going with that intention, then automatically the Ra will, uh, will dissipate as well. Okay, Bez Hashem, tomorrow we'll move on to uh, I don't know, whatever the next thing is. We have to you know, go to the bathroom or a kind of Shama. We'll talk. Okay, Shkayach. <laughs>